0: Well, hello there. This is Evangelist Timothy Ruber here at the Word of the King. Holiness Bibles for the Blind. Ecclesiastes chapter eight, verse four, tells us that where the Word of the King is, there is power, we may say unto him, What doest thou? Today in the Word of the King. We have the testimony of Sister Emily, our dear sister in Christ, she would proclaim,
1: be delivered, set free by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. So now Without further ado, here is the testimony of Sister Emily. Enjoy I was born November 10th, 1970 at 6.01 PM. I weighed two pounds, 15 ounces, and was 15 and a half inches long. Due to being born at home, I was in the hospital for two and a half months. The reason I was taken to the hospital I was born at home, had a lot of health issues, so therefore the doctor was with me around the clock. They only gave me a 50% chance of making even the night I was born. I went to school until I was in the 11th grade. In my school years, I was in special ed from the time I went, first started school at the age of five and going through school, I was teased, made fun of, called very cruel and nasty names. And as I got up in to my school years, going through grade school was really, I was treated very badly, very cruelly. In junior high, I met up with Missionary Wolfgang and I became friends with him. Through junior high made it a lot easier knowing I had someone there that was by my side and was not going to be like the other kids and make fun of me so much, even though I was in special ed. I had some mainstream classes and I really thank God that during that time I was in all my mainstream classes were with Missionary Ken and he was able to help me understand what I needed to be doing and I was fine as long as I was at school at home it it was a rough life growing up it was full of being cursed at smacked on, beaten. And as a teenager, I was raped. And I ended up becoming pregnant at the age of 15. And I ended up in 11th grade having to drop out of school a year before graduation. And I was doing a lot of soul searching and praying and asking God, what do I do, Lord? I said, I don't know what to do. I have two children. I have no means to take care of them. Would, can you show me what should I do? I want to find a good Christian home for them. Therefore, a friend a real good friend of my grandmother's, took me to Cleveland, Ohio at the time to an open adoption agency. I was able to look through their book of profiles of men and women couples that were wanting to become, take any person's child who could not raise them. And I looked through the book and I saw this, one particular profile really caught my eye. I read over it and it surprised me. Here it was my own pastor and his wife. So in turn, I read over it. I talked to the lady. I was the facilitator of the open adoption agency and I asked her I said how can we get a hold of them this is a couple I want for my kids we got a hold of them they went with me to every doctor's appointment anytime I got sick while being pregnant with my children Ended up finding out that I was pregnant with twins, and it was girls. They were born exactly one month before my sixteenth, one month and seven days before my sixteenth birthday. The day I had them, they gave me 24 hours to sit there and bond with them even though they were placed out for adoption. And it being an open adoption, I was able to be there the whole time they grew up until I lost contact at my own fault. Just recently I was able to get back in contact with my children again and found out I now have grandchildren. and recently I lost one of my grandchildren, my only grandson. The Lord took him to be with him. It still gets to me every now and then when I get to thinking about times that I got to hold him and just take care of him. And now I have all my granddaughters and they're over seeing me every time they have a chance. How I came to know the Lord growing up, I was brought up Catholic, didn't like going to mass. I'd sit there during mass, my mom was always telling me, or even my stepfather would tell me, pay attention, quit trying to sleep, I wouldn't listen. I'd sit back and go to sleep, learn mass instead of listening. Or I'd turn around and use the excuse, gotta go to the bathroom. And I'd sit there, and mess around during church, not paying attention to nothing. <laughs> then as I got older, moved away from home at sixteen, I met a lady who led me to the Lord and I just really grew from there, knowing that where I had been as a young child growing up Catholic, everybody says, Oh, you're disgracing the family. I ignored it I figured. I got, got on my side down and I started going to church with her and she ended up being my Sunday school teacher. Stayed in contact with her and I lost contact with her it was nine years ago I lost contact with her and two years ago I found out the very person that led me to the Lord had went home to be with the Lord I felt sad about it and I just I said well she's in a better place now she's not suffering she's not having the health problems that I knew she had back then and even as I grew through an adult I went to many different churches Baptist, Protestant, Pentecostal I just didn't feel home at home anywhere and I started praying and I said God what church would you have me in or what ministry do you want me in and just recently I was a member of a church and just didn't feel comfortable there either. And that's when I turned and got a whole, was able to get the whole missionary canon, got involved with the ministry the here with the word of the blind. Holiness Bibles for the Blind. And I've just been really going strong in that in this ministry now for several months. And it's just, I feel so much at peace now compared to going to all these different churches and hopping here, there, and everywhere. And I always thought, well, God wants me here, or he wants me here, or he wants me here. And I had been members of several different churches And I just got tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired with church and not getting nothing out of it. And I got to the point, I just totally surrendered myself to what he wanted for me, not what I wanted for me, or what I thought God wanted for me. My first favorite gospel song is Just Because I Don't See You done by the Asheville Angels. I feel this song also fits me. It's Missionary Wolfgang's testimony song but this song it also fits me with my life
2: I feel like God
1: second favorite gospel song is Amazing Grace done by the Ashtabula Angels long. Yeah. How Great Thou Art. And this is being played by Sister Ruth's Grandma Sigmund on the organ. And the last song I'd like to share with you is Thank You by the Ashtabula Angels.
2: We walked upon the streets of gold beside the crystal sea. Heard the angels singing and someone called your name. We turned and saw this young man. He was smiling as he came. He said, friend, you may not know me, now, And he said, but wait. He used to teach my Sunday school when I was only eight. Each week he would say a prayer before the class would start. One day, when you said that prayer, I asked Jesus in
3: my heart.
2: As far as the eyes can see, each life has a touched by your generosity. Little things that you had done, those sacrifices made.
1: if anybody has any prior requests or needs prior, they can reach me at 440-650-4361. If you received my voicemail, you may leave them on there and I will gladly get back with you and please leave your name and number as it's instructed. God bless. Now in closing, I would like to turn this back over to Brother Tim Grover to give an invitation. For if God declares that by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified in God's
0: sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin, thou shalt have no other gods before me. The Lord God declares the first of the Ten Commandments. Who, what is your God this day? Sinner, the of God declares first and greatest commandment Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart With all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength You Have failed For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God the second commandment Is like unto it Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself Have you always done unto others as you would do Or have done unto you No You've not always done unto others As you would have them do unto you or if you always love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength? You must be born again. For it is written, But God commendeth his love toward us. Well, thank God for the good news, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. That he was buried, that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. For the wages of sin is death. And Revelation 21, eight says, But the fearful, and the unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Ah, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Receive his gift by faith today, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But God commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. God manifest in the flesh, he rose from the dead, he's coming again, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. The word of God declares Second 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, therefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Things have passed away, all things have become new. I know what it means by the grace of God to be a new creature in Christ Jesus, old things having passed away all things having become new. Do you know what that is, dear listener? Do you know what it means to be made a new creature in Christ, old things having passed away and all things becoming new? Do you have your own personal testimony salvation? transformation for the Lord Jesus Christ I'm not talking about mere outward reformation whereby you just decided to to flip uh, the religious coin so to speak to, uh, to get religious outside but no change of heart on the inside that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart, God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved, I'm talking about that operation of God which is inward, it involves that invisible circumcision, I mean that invisible mark of God upon your soul, if not, you desire that. Your now is just the time that it is the day of salvation. If you don't desire that, well, you best desire it because Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by Him, and He is the only hope of escaping the wages of your sin, which is death. Why would you not? Why would you not? One to know your Creator, who so loved you that He gave of Himself and giving His only begotten Son to die for your sins and to rise from the dead the third day. That if you only believe in Him, you should not perish before the last of your life. but have everlasting life. And if you only believe in Him, Christ Jesus, the one mediator between God and men, you will be reconciled to Him as your Creator. Just Furthermore, sin the no more come between you and separate you. And yes, that's the security that is in Christ Jesus. To the Lord God declares in Romans. My soul Chapter 5, verse 6. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For all of sin comes short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23 tells us. Revelation 21, verse 8. But the fearful, and the unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and homeowners, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all the liars from their part, the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. But dear listener, you know you as a sinner are summed up in that very verse of scripture right there. You were, you're, you're in that verse of scripture. The fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers. Sorcers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and stone, which is the second death. The judgment the sentence upon you. By way, the false man has already been pronounced. Revelation 5.12 declares, Wherefore, as by one man, speaking of Adam, sin entered into the world, A death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For as by one man's disobedience, speaking of Adam, that's as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one, speaking of Jesus Christ, and his obedience and dying for your sins upon the cross, and the sins of the whole world, by the obedience of one shall many be justified. It's not your obedience that justifies you. It's the obedience of Christ. Your faith must be in him alone. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. For by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, as any man should boast. Romans 5, 7 declares For scarcely for a righteous man would one die yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. Verse 8 But God commendeth His love toward us and that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us. Verse 9 Much more than being now justified by His blood we should be saved from wrath. Through Him Verse 10 If when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son much more being reconciled we shall be saved by His life Verse 11 of Romans 5, and not only so, but we also joy in God through Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement, atonement, payment, payment for sin has been made. You're listening. You must just acknowledge that as Jesus Christ himself confessed before he gave up the ghost and believed his last breath, it is finished. There's no adding, there's no taking away from the finished work of Jesus Christ. Anyone who tries to add, anyone who tries to take away from that finished work is damned. How can you escape the damnation of hell? How can you be made a new creature? It's only in and through God's Son, Jesus Christ, God manifest in the flesh. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 10.13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call upon, repent ye, and believe the gospel that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And receive him today as your personal Lord and Savior. And you will be made a new creature in Christ. Old things will indeed pass away, all things will become new. And nothing, nothing shall separate you. From the love of God in Christ Jesus. For it is written, Romans chapter 8, verses 34 through 39, Who is he that condemneth? It It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written, For thy sake we are killed all the day long, we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, trust in him alone, and thou shalt be saved. And that right there that I just read from Romans 8. Shall be true of you, dear listener. Nothing shall separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus as your walk with the eternal God will have just begun, and nothing will separate you from him ever again. For if God declares, by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified in God's sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. The word of God declares, the first of the Ten Commandments. Who, what, is your God this day, sinner? The Word of God declares first and greatest commandment Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart with all thy soul, with all thy mind all thy strength You have failed For all have sinned and come short sure of the glory of God second commandment Is like unto it Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself Have you always done unto others As you would do Or have done unto you No You've not always done unto others As you would have them do unto you have you, know, you always loved the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength? You must be born again. For it is written, but God commendeth his love toward us. Well, thank God for the good news, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. For the wages of sin is death. Revelation 21, eight says, but the fearful, and the unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Ah, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Receive his gift by faith today, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But God commended his love toward us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. God manifest in the flesh, he rose from the dead. He's coming again, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Call upon today. All well, we're told, but as many as are the works of the law are under the curse. For cursed ye everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. We're told in the book of Galatians. All oh, but here it is. But God commited his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Repent ye and believe the gospel. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved in the blood of Jesus Christ. God's Son shall cleanse you from all sin, for if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Menial, mortal, sin, whatever you call all unrighteousness, God is faithful to forgive those who confess their sins to him through faith in Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection alone. For by grace he is saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, Call upon the Lord today. This is Evangelist Timothy Groover. Until next time, God bless you and yours.